if you look at the way our community is policed, if you look at the way downtown is policed, there have been so many reports and studies done about racism and structural racism in Milwaukee, it's boring to talk about sometimes. Where does the hope come from? And where does the faith in it all come from? I think for me, my hope and my faith comes from my own acceptance of truth. This is one thing that's interesting. And it doesn't give me hope personally, but I see the hope in others. That's interesting that there are. All right, I'll give you an example. A good, a good solid, real-life example. The, 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 the new owner of the Bucks stood up in a room and called out racist-ass Milwaukee in a press conference or some sort of public or maybe private meeting. I don't know. I just saw a clip of it, right? He called out racism in a way as a white male in a position of power and probably fortune. Uh, he called out racism in a city that I had never seen out loud. And I don't even know if he f was aware that he was on tape. I don't know the backstory of that conversation, but what I saw that, I saw a glimmer of hope. Not for me, but for other people from his work of uh, a walk of life, from his world of counterparts, maybe they would a were able to do some self-reflecting in that moment. If we had enough white people of certain social status that were brave enough to call out the system of white privilege, supremacy, terrorism, however you call it, I think I would start to feel maybe a little glimmer of hope for white people um, and for racist white people particularly. Um, and that, that's, you know, because the structure itself is not racist. The people that run the structure are racist. It's not just like a boogeyman that, that's just somewhere being racist. No, these are people with names and addresses and everything. So I think that what gives me hope also is that there, I mean, it doesn't give me hope. Again, I think my hope, I have hope because I, I, I'm just, I just really want the truth. I'm just a researcher and a reader of truth. I read people and I read books and I read history and I want people to understand that they can have, they can tell the truth. They can confront what this system is, what it represents, how it's affected them and their family. This don't just affect non-white people. This affects everyone. And that's what, that's what the hard part about the racial dynamic, especially in this city, is people think it's separate and people think that it only affects non-white people. And it, that's not the case. And so I'm an educator in a way that my hope comes from the future. My hope comes from being a, being a force and an agent of truth and trying to communicate to young people the tools to be able to to make their own world. I don't, I don't know about um, deconstructing the racist power structure in America. I don't want, that's a huge task. That's something different. But if we can make our world within this world and be okay, and we can have love, and we can have our peace and our little time passing through here, that's all we can ask for. That's all we can do. Racist people are living in hell every day. I don't, that's their choice. I don't necessarily have an answer or a remedy for that, and nor do I have to like come up with it. That's their choice. That's what they were given, and a lot of times they didn't have a choice. But as adults, I think we all have a choice. You could say you were raised in a certain kind of way. Yeah, my parents named me Fidel. I could have changed my name at a certain point. Yeah, my I was raised a certain way, but I could have changed. Everybody can change today. So I don't look at it like 
I'm supposed to have mercy or hope or anything. If you want to be racist, go ahead. Have fun. Knock yourself out literally.